We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There was one time where they were crying when they were performing it live. <gasps> what? Yeah. Ugh. Fucking Joe Jonas. Oh, mm-hmm. And JJ. Mm-hmm. Nothing I but to- trouble model my life off of Demi Lovato. I got bangs when Demi got bangs. I cut my hair the same length as Demi, dyed my hair the same color as Demi. Bangs are hard to pull off. It was awful. And I made my mom promise that she would never let me do it again. My Here I am with bangs. The hairstyle I copied was um, Ashley Simpson's hair. Oh. It did not look good on me. I oh. had a mullet for oh, a year. Oh no, was it like the short layers in the front? Uh-huh. And my hair is really thin. It's so dramatic. (laughs) Nobody needs a car that loud. No. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. And it is hotter than hell today. Yeah. It, I mean, that's very fitting. That's true. For us and our brand. but We've earned it. It is painfully hot. It's yep. painfully hot. It's made me really agitated. Um, I got all wound up fighting people in Amelia's comments as per usual. <laughs> You might hear some outside sounds like crows or someone blasting by on their speed racer car. It's because we have to have the windows open. Because the windows are open. It's really... I've had no relief all day. Liz lives on the top floor, so all the heat rises. I didn't plan ahead when I was like, I'm going to pick this corner apartment with giant windows. But like... We I only really windows. have very hot. We only have like a few of these, yeah, so it's worth it for the rest of the year. Yeah, and like it's true. for whatever reason, they don't put air conditioning in any apartment or house in Washington. For what? They're like, oh, you don't need it. They've said Sometimes that. Sometimes I want to be needed freezing it. fucking cold. Right, and my air conditioning broke right when it started getting hot, and of I course. have been an actual nightmare. I can't sleep when it's hot. Fans just blow a bunch of hot air around a room. Even yeah. if you have the window open. Yeah, that's what that was doing. I almost bought I one tried. of those. Have you seen those Dyson fans that mm-hmm. are the circle ones? Yes. Yeah. They're like $600. Yep. Stupid expensive, but they like somehow create like an Arctic tundra in your room. What? That's so worth feels, it. Yeah, it does feel worth it. It feels worth it. 
I might invest. Hmm. Fuck I might it. too. Maybe we could write it off on our taxes since it'll make us more <laughs> efficient because it'll be cooler. Yeah, yeah. We could. And by then we'll be writing this off on our taxes. Yeah. Hashtag adult shit. Hashtag successful adult shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, tax, doing, doing taxes. T- right. Ra- Writing off business expenses. Yeah. yeah. I feel like David and (laughs) Schitt's Creek. (laughs) You write it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, who's going to pay for it? No one. You write it off. (laughs) That's not how taxes work. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I like at the end when they're like, we can't leave the kids. And then um, uh, Moira's like, John, our kids are practically middle aged. <laughs> yep. Yarp. That, yep. I, I identify. Um, I have been hanging out with a boy a lot. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear. He doesn't even have a nickname yet. Um, I, I think. I think. I will recommend a nickname because so our um, kinky Katie guest group texted us that uh she had a dream the three of us were roommates and one of the guys had nickname was nicknamed gray guy (laughs) gray guy (laughs) so maybe we could do that. that's phenomenal i feel like a more boring feller should have gray guy true i'm feeling that gray guy should be i'm sure we'll meet one i'm 100 percent certain i'm gonna date a gray guy um i'm gonna call this one sprints Sprints. I've been joking around with him that I'm going to make that nickname stick. I don't remember does, how it came does up. Does he run? Drunk. Yes. What if he was Squints and you were Wendy Peppercorn? I love this. He's Squints. squints. He does have his eyes do get really small when he smiles. He has a really big smile. Cute. Squints. Okay. So his name's Squints. Love it. He's I, about three feet taller than Squints, but <laughs> it'd be like that. Do be like that. Other, it would be concerning if he was the same size as Squints because then you, he might be a child and we don't support that. Here. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, let the record show. <laughs> we do not support dating children unless you yourself are a child. Amen. Not if you identify as a child, if you are a child. Right. If you're literally a child. Right. Yeah. Under 18. Yep. I yeah. identify as a child, would not be would not be um appropriate yeah my i'm so hot right now i couldn't remember the word appropriate my brain is working so slow (laughs) i'm so hot that i just feel like that bit was really weird it was a little weird it was a weird bit anyway so i've been (laughs) so i've been hanging out (laughs) with all right strike that cut that (laughs) cut that bit oh my god um he is the one that I knew from college that I was talking about like three episodes ago, two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went out once. He was really fun and I had a lot of fun with him. And yeah, then you said, I think I don't, I know you told me this, but I can't remember if you said it on the pod. He was like kind of nervous. Yeah. I mean, I think we, it's weird. Cause when I'm nervous, I like overcompensate by being like too chill. I was saying that as one of my red flags. I like kind of bro out I mean, yeah, man, who you fucking? Tell me about. Yeah, it. who's yeah? Tell me about your fucking. Di- tell me about all the hoes you've you, been with, man. You like any of them or you smashed? Are you in love? Have Fuck you smashed? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, chest bump him in the restaurant. Did you connect emotionally? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, Anyways, let's shoot some rain dogs with the boys. <laughs> rain dog. Vitamin R. <laughs> this is another sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Rainier. One day Rainier is going to sponsor us and it's going to be so off brand. They're going to begrudgingly sponsor us. Yeah, they're like, they're already talking about us. So we might as well throw them like a, pe- like a case of beer. That would count as a sponsorship. Rainier, if you like want to send us a case of beer. Or Seltzies. They have the Rainier Seltzies. Rainier makes seltzers. Yeah, we should try them. Rain dog seltzers. <laughs> You're better at the barking. <laughs> I'm going to leave that to you. So. Anyway, been hanging out with Squints. We've hung out like three times since the first date. Mm -hmm. I just want to be around him all the time. (laughs) I want to ask, do you think that he was nervous because he's nervous you have a podcast? He's nervous you are a successful content creator on TikTok? Like, I think... That I misread the situation. Like, he might have been nervous. I think he was nervous in a way that everybody is nervous for first dates. True. Yeah, that's fair. But since I've hung out with him a few more times, his his energy is just up. Like, he's like me in that sense. He kind of vibrates at a high uh, frequency. I'm not used to that from guys. So I think I was reading that as nerves. But this, the few, like I've hung out with him since then, and we've gotten so much more comfortable with each other, and he still vibrates at that frequency. So I think he's just that energetic. Um, he is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He's so fun to be around. We just like, we'll talk solid for seven hours and like, Amelia's got a crush. I do. I don't like it. You, I can, I feel like you really like this guy. I do. I don't like it at all. I know what you mean. I'm excited for you. Thanks. I'll be here for when the excitement makes you spiral. (laughs) I'm, like, spiraling about being excited about it. Like, yeah, I've been there. That's why I said I'd be here for you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you, no, you were I there. Know. You were there for me when I was freaking the fuck out. I don't want to like somebody. I really didn't think that I would. I mean, he's hot and, like, very nice, but, like, I've dated a lot of hot, very nice guys, but, mm-hmm. like, I just genuinely enjoy being around. Like, I want to be around him all the time, yeah. and it's, like, He's got that strange. je ne sais quoi. I broke my no sleepover rule. <gasps> Yeah. This is a big deal. I know. That was my first sleepover since, like, in, like, over a year. And you stayed at his place? Yeah. (laughs) He was house-sitting. Yeah. So we stayed at the house that he was house-sitting at, and we had sex, and... Nice. I fell asleep. Whose bed was it? Do you know? It's, like, a spare house that they have. It's some rich family. So it was, like, nobody's bed. It was, like, the whole house is a guest house. Okay. I love that. It has a view of the water. It has a pool. It's, like, six bedrooms. I know. It's freaking beautiful. (laughs) Um, When Amelia hung out with Squints, she had dropped off my boyfriend and I at my place from a, a barbecue. Because uh, we're all vaccinated now, so we can do Fuck that yeah, shit. baby. Also, anecdote, loved seeing your boyfriend. Such a big fan of his. But oh, I say that every episode. He, I just had to was, get my quota in. He was so happy to be there, too. Yeah. He was like, I'm really glad I came. Everyone is so chill, and I really liked meeting them. So oh. He was really happy to like hang out with people and see who my friends are. He's like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready. Because he had been skiing all day, so he was just like, exhausted. He got there before I did. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, and so we tired. had stayed up late like talking and shit the night before so yeah i like we both were pretty like tired you guys were and killing then, it i couldn't tell that either of you were tired oh i by the time we left i was like on my last limb i was like oh i might fall asleep if damn i don't leave soon it was, it was one of those things where you're like i either need to get drunk 
or I need to like go chill out at home <laughs> and I could not get drunk I was like yeah no I'm too exhausted I was and kind of relieved when you said you wanted to go to I was like okay, yeah I'm not gonna be a party pooper I was fucking dead tired yeah it was I wanted to stay longer but I was not gonna last he's gonna be in the video it's gonna be so cute what are you doing you know, he just needed a moment um but I'm excited for you Thanks. You were saying um, dropped you off when I was going out to hang out <laughs> oh, with Squints. Uh, after you dropped us off, um, I drove his car to Molly Moon's, oh. like, near where you guys were. And he was like, we should go by and see if they want to come with us. Okay. He was joking, but. Wait, but, like, we would have. He was like, yeah, we could crash their date. <laughs> Let's make it awkward. <laughs> he would have loved that. He's the kind of person that I would be okay with bringing around friends, which is another rarity. That's the only other person things. I've dated that's been like that is Music Man, and that obviously isn't going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> have, have you talked to him Mm-mm. at all? No, I'm not going to talk to him until he talks to me. But yeah, I went over there. We watched Hereditary. Um, the house is 100% haunted. Like, the, when I first saw the house, Ooh. I was like, this, this house is haunted. This is haunted. I didn't get a bad vibe, but it's haunted. <laughs> so um, he's just, like, really thoughtful. He just does really thoughtful things that are, like, stupid and small, but they matter to me because I'm, like, an acts of service person. Like, when we went to go to sleep, he found an extra phone charger and just, like, plugged it in next to my side of the bed and plugged my phone in. Like, didn't even say anything. He was just, like, talking to me doing it. I'm like, Aww. that's so... It's just shit like that that's, like... Oh that's how you know it's, like, natural. Oh, my God. And, like, he... So we had sex, and then he came, and then he made me he took care of me after without even asking he just did it i was like oh my god king shit and i said that to him i was like that was like really great and he was like yeah like it wouldn't be fair for me to come and you to not come like he was like confused why it was an oddity love this and i feel like our listeners know this but this is always a good opportunity to explain something like this like so often sex is like a one-sided experience Mm -hmm. like too often I feel like we feel that way like in our early 20s a lot (laughs) just like sexual experiences aren't as fun because your partner doesn't give a shit about how you feel yep um so this is clearly like a shared experience and that's normal for him and that's how you know like he I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, like, no. I mean, like it. It makes me feel like an like a an equal participant. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, I'll hook up with someone, and I'm like, I feel like a vessel. Yes. And it's always bugged me, but it especially bugs me now that I'm like getting older and trying to date more intentionally. It's really starting to bug me. Well, it's also shocking that people still behave that way. Yeah. I think that's why it's also really frustrating Mm because you're like okay you're like doing like woke guy drag by like pretending you fucking care about other human rights but then when it comes to having sex like you're still treating me like a vessel like an object so like when you do get to have an experience with another person where like sex is not transactional it just like feels so good yes absolutely and I was so relieved because he really is very woke like speaking of woke guy drag like he's he's very liberal and he says all of the right things so for the sex to be so equal and like respectful I was like thank 
God, because I've been with a lot of guys, Grapes was one of these, that like would virtue signal all over the place and talk about how great of an ally he is and da da da. And then just like not really show up in places that I would hope that he would. Yeah. Squints is just so thoughtful and caring and he pays attention to like everything, you know? He remembers shit that I've said. So I got. I got promoted at work and finally fucking hell. And I told him, I texted him and I went over there that night and he had remembered that I ordered a dirty martini at the bar on our first date. So he bought like all of this really nice dirty martini stuff, (gasps) bought like Belvedere vodka. And he was like, well, we have to celebrate. I know. And it doesn't feel, he bought my merch without telling me. I just got the (gasps) notification for it. Oh my God. What merch did he buy? (laughs) He bought one of the really my guy sweatshirts. (sighs) I know Liz. Uh, There's, he's, so excited i okay and i like (laughs) don't want to like tout my gut instinct too much it's always right but like i will i will say like this when because you didn't tell me a lot about him yeah when you first told me about him but i did have like an like a more excited feeling for you yeah like i'm always excited for you when you seem like happy you're talking to someone yeah but um i also think maybe it's just the way you talk about about them that makes me like be able to tell that something is different if I feel you're you're right like I feel so much it could be a combination of both I feel very at peace about the whole thing like besides being a little freaked out that I like somebody like I feel very like I don't know relaxed um I believe this is a like um buddhism belief that um, like how you feel when you're in love shouldn't be excitement or like not to say that you're in love with this guy. No, but, but right. Yeah. Um, how you feel when you, how you should feel when you are with the right person is not like excited and like, you know, your synapses like going off constantly, but you should feel at peace. Like yeah. you're with right, the right people yeah. when you feel peaceful. Yes. And if you think 100%. about it, like makes a lot of sense because other people like love the roller coaster and they can't really tell that they love the roller coaster yeah but it's because the high can feel really rewarding compared to like that low low yeah of having you know love treated like a reward yes instead of just like unconditional and consistent absolutely yes And, like, there's also a piece of it that we have mutual friends. And so, like, I don't have to, like, I know that he's actually a good guy. Like, he has a ton of friends. Like, nobody has ever said anything bad about him. He's really close to his family. His sister is his best friend. Like, he's just, like, I keep trying to find red flags because that's, like, the protective anxiety side of me of, like, okay, what what can we find that's wrong with this? And, like, I can't find anything. There's going to be things. I mean, you have to look out for yourself. So it's just natural, especially, like, Dating sucks. It's hard. Fucking blows. Some tea about squints. He dated my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I was like, I'm like, oh, what is this tea? <laughs> we haven't really discussed okay, it since I found this out. This tea is piping fucking hot. Piping so hot. If, I, like, I don't expect all of our listeners to listen in order. Like, maybe this is your first episode. But, um... If you also found Amelia from TikTok, the way that her first TikTok kind of blew up and like gained a lot of traction is because she was talking about um, her breakup with her ex of eight years 
and I'm telling you a story for Please you. Please do. No, it's, it's <laughs> honestly, it's probably better that you kick it's, it off. It, and I mean, like we were recording when this happened, like, so they broke up, kind of had this like on and off again. Amelia was trying to distance herself, experience dating new people for the first time in her adult life. And he kind of like ghosted you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the week before you guys agreed to meet up and you hooked up, you had sex. He made the move. Yeah. And then he was saying like, I love you and alluding to like wanting to be back together. And that's kind of what you had been holding on to the hope for. Yeah. Um, and you know, we all hate admitting that, but yeah. And I could admit it now when someone doesn't let you go and keeps like pulling you back in anytime you start to like have some semblance of like, sense of self and confidence like it's just natural because that person's familiar and they can see that you're doing well without them and they don't want that so you know this was this was the big one though like uh, you know having sex with you and saying I love you and like talking about a future together like alluding to getting back together and then we're recording we had shoot and Amelia's like he blocked me. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I tried calling him and then like end of recording, uh, she opens her email and she got an email from him and it was like, don't contact me. Don't contact her. She never has contacted like this girl that he started seeing. Not once. <laughs> and I would never. And he knows that. He knows yeah. that that's not in my nature. So that well, triggered me more. Also, like having been in the same circumstances, you you're not thinking about that girl. You're like, okay, this is, she's just there. Like, yeah, you're just projecting whatever fucking problems we had onto someone new. Congratulations. Yeah. And yeah, you, you're not really thinking about that because you're like, okay, she didn't do anything. Like she's not the one who is in charge of his behavior. He is anyways. Amen. This email was just like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So cruel and very um, final yeah it was like do not contact either of us like i need to move on with my life and so do you was basically after he yeah, had been I've, stringing me I've along i thought about time. where my heart is and it's not and it is and it's not with you yep. i was like jesus fucking christ you don't need to be an ass about it also like after he ghosted you what the fuck is that anyway. and it was after he ghosted me after i saw a picture of of him and his new girlfriend together yeah and, and you then were like what the hell is going on right so Fast forward, Mm -hmm. Amelia's on a date with Squints, Mm -hmm. and then they're having just, you know, the conversations you have when you start dating someone. Yeah. um, Or, you know, just casual conversation about, like, what are your past relationships like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he says, do you want to tell the rest of this story? Yeah, I'll take it over. Thank you for that recap. I can't recap it in, like, a succinct way. There's so much, so many feelings involved. Holy fuck. So... He brings up that he was dating this girl who lives in the same city that my ex-boyfriend lives in. And it was, like, short-lived. And, y'all, I'm not from Seattle, and, like, no one fucking lives there. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, No. And I was trying to be really nice about it. I was, like, when I was talking who to Squints about it. There? Yeah, I was like, oh, it's really pretty. He's like, okay. So yeah, pretty. He was like, yeah, I went over there once. Um, her parents got me really drunk. It was really embarrassing. And then... Like, that was kind of it. We just, like, ended it kind of shortly after that. And I was like, oh, well, it must be really hard to date someone that's there. My ex-boyfriend lives there. And he was like, why? (laughs) And I told him his work, my ex's work history. And he was like, hold on, what's his name? And I told him his name. And he was like, oh, 
yeah, his his girlfriend was who I was dating, and they and she ended it with me because she had an opportunity to be with him. I asked the time frame. I love the way that you explain that. It sounds like she like ended things with him because she got like a job offer. Like, yeah, <laughs> I have um, this opportunity. I have this opportunity I've been waiting for. It's my dream relationship, even though the past history isn't very great. Oh, my God. (laughs) There are no raving reviews, (laughs) but I think I can change it. They don't look very good on Yelp. Um, The the glass door isn't great. The company culture sounds bad, but (laughs) you can't believe everything you read. Anyways, it it starts at minimum wage. (laughs) But I have a lot of hope. You get paid in exposure. They don't even... (laughs) you paid in girlfriend exposure (laughs) yeah maybe one day if you work hard enough they'll promote you to fiance (laughs) oh dear god (laughs) they'll promote you to fiance yeah but you have to sleep with the boss (laughs) (laughs) anyways (laughs) that was a fun little joke oh my god but so they put these time frames together and so I asked what the time frame was, and he said, oh, it was like May, June. We like ended it in June. My ex slid back into my DMs in June, and was we hooked up in September. So when this was all going down, and he ended it with me over email, Liz, little gut instinct fairy, was like, I bet that he cheated on her with you. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Da, da, da. But of course he did, because he cheated on me a bunch. So like, you know... Wouldn't be like out of character. It's very on brand for him. Like the more I learn about this, the more we learn about this situation unfolding, it is almost exactly like mine. And yes. I'm like, maybe it's cosmic or maybe like guys just do the same fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe this behavior is just how they operate. It's fucking gross. Like, I, I just uh, don't know how you can. I cheated and I feel bad and I don't want to get caught because I know I'm never going to tell the truth. So I'm just going to work very hard to remove you from the equation. And then he gets to control the narrative with her. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be responsible for his own actions. He can just paint you as the crazy ex. Well, that's the thing. I sent him like a five page letter through the mail, basically being like, I have to stop this. I did I tell you about this letter. I was really I proud of it. It took me like a month I don't to write. Remember, I like rewrote honest. and rewrote. I probably didn't tell you because I didn't really tell anybody. I, told I remember when you finally told me that you guys had been talking. Yeah. Because things were going south. That was so bad. I was and so alone in all of that because I, I didn't mean, want to tell anyone that I was talking to him again. Yeah. And when you, because when you tell someone like, this is how this guy treated me and you are talking to them, you know, that's probably not what's best for your heart. But yeah. like. Only you can make decisions for you. Right. You know? Right. I wouldn't have been stoked, but I still would have, like, <laughs> been there. Yeah. But, I mean, also, you ended and up I telling me. And I knew that, anyways. too. Right. Yeah. I did. but And I knew that. And I knew that, like, my mom would be the same. And I knew like, that okay, would be the same. Go still, do that. But um, I'll be waiting for him to fuck up so I can yeah. stab him in the ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> God. With several tiny toothpicks. <laughs> oh, my Just, God. like, an appetizer. <laughs> Like an oh hors d'oeuvre. God, <laughs> little olive. Oh my god, there are <laughs> so many graphic. men listening that are just like Good. crossing their legs right now. Good. Um, Don't <laughs> fuck with her. 
your balls are going to be an hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> I'm going to serve them to a sorority house. <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much. Anyways, <laughs> continue your story. Oh my god, I'm crying. My boyfriend told me that Amelia, he said, you're funny, but Amelia thinks you're hilarious. I think you are objectively hilarious, but I'm going to... Thank you. You know, I'm I'm just going to... Catch me in Amelia's comments. (laughs) Liz has been... Oh, I also want to put on the record, Liz told me that she's proud of my clapbacks today. They're very good. That... They're unbelievable. That will sustain me. I've taken a few of yours and thrown them at people (gasps) on Twitter. Oh my God, thank you. Like... Um, I remember when you had said, um, oh, come here, Grape. Come here. Oh, they're fighting. Oh. Well, let them fight. <laughs> um, I remember you had said, hey, uh, arguing an argument with a different argument doesn't help either problem. <laughs> <laughs> or like arguing a problem with another problem doesn't solve either problem. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, like, okay, now we just have two problems. Yeah. So cool. Congrats. Yes. How are we gonna work on this? That makes me so happy. Honestly, it's an honor. You're the clapback queen, and that that'll sustain me for the whole week. It it will. Yes. I I don't know if I'm riding a high from arguing with the biggest fucking Florida idiot in your TikTok comments, or the caffeine pill. Both. I think it's like get a me happy... through the summer heat. <laughs> You're at the apex of both right now. Yes. And then this high from you catching your excess bullshit. Can you? Okay. So I want to put a bow on that because I could honestly keep talking about it for forever and I need to not. I was. I keep interrupting in your defense. So, oh, no. And I just did it right now. I'm You're, sorry. <laughs> You're fine. This honestly is one of those things that I feel like I could just like take two episodes to talk about it because I'm so fucking mad. But I'll end it there. I. Um, very, I, yes, we need to, I am, it was very validating finding this out when I first heard it, it was validating in multiple ways. A, when he, when squints first started telling me that he put this together, part of me was like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. Spidey senses tingle though. Well, so when he said that he, he was dating a girl there, I was like, I wonder if they know each other. I would have never have thought that it was her ever in a million years. What are the fucking odds? Mm. Um, but when he first started talking about it, I wasn't like, I don't want to hear it, da, 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 which would, like, that would have 100% been my reaction six months ago, you know? Like, I didn't want to hear anything about what he was doing. I still don't. But it was very nice to know that I can hear about it and not spiral. And I'm sure it was also, like, very validating and freeing to know that your suspicion was finally officially confirmed. Yes. Like, you know the truth now. Yeah. yeah. He tried to keep the truth from you. Mm-hmm. He's probably still trying to keep the truth from her, but hey, we got a podcast. Yeah. So good luck keeping that secret, you fucking idiot. Bitches. <laughs> I know. Um, it's not so that true. we're like talking about this to expose him by any means. Like, No, I've done so much work to make sure nobody can figure out who he is. But it but sucks. But she knows who she is, and if she hate listens to this... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Girl, you got cheated on. So. Yeah, and he will probably continue to cheat on you. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. And it sucks because... When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Amen. 
Amen. I think I said that last week. It's true. It's a good line. I love how the sirens are going off in the background. There's so many. Cue Olivia Rodrigo. Wow. I'm not allowed to say. That was really pretty. Do you want to come up here? He's auditioning for the next Sing season. Sing us your song. Come here. That is some piping hot tea. Piping hot tea spilled today. I am so happy for you. Thank you. I, you you know, I was with my boyfriend when you were telling me this juicy gossip, and we were both like, God damn. <laughs> I loved how at the barbecue, he was like, I was talking about hanging out with Squints, and your boyfriend referenced another guy. He was like, oh, is this the one whose identity got stolen? Because it was like a whole thing. that We'll tell that story another <gasps> time. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot about that, but that was... I can't believe we haven't Such talked about that. Such a good fucking... St- Do you want to talk about it today? Yeah. Oh, God, that is I feel such like a good... Your recap yeah. of that whole thing would be... Um, such a good story. So this is like by far... I texted fr- my friends who live in other states to tell them this story because it was just like so delicious and juicy and piping hot. So Amelia... Occasionally, I'm telling this. I'm telling this story, <laughs> sir. So this all was unfolding when I was on my way to get my first, no, my second vaccination shot. So sometimes Amelia gets text messages. This had to have been maybe only the second time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It'll just be like, hey, it's we met at a bar or something. Yeah, like, we had a class really together and. Amelia has Mr. Number, where yep. it's a dollar a month, mm-hmm. and you can trace people's phone numbers. Not sponsored. Yeah, we've talked about this before. <laughs> so the first time it happened, several months ago, she plugged a number into Mr. Number, and it went back to, it said it was a Google Voice number. And I can't remember, did you reply and then he sent you a dick pic yeah that was basically the story he was like we had a class together you gave me your number but you had a boyfriend which i didn't do because i was loyal af in college so i was like this yeah, isn't true why, it's like the only way you would give someone your number is probably for a project right. right and i took one business class and i knew everybody that i t- did the project with in that class i was like don't fuck with a bitch with a good memory mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> amelia's got receipts since she was born i stock up the ammo and then he was like, do you like fit guys? And I didn't answer. And then he sent me a dick pic. And I answered. I'm pretty sure at your... Look at the six pack on this dick. Yeah, like what the fuck is... I have never gotten an unsolicited dick pic until then. Literally. Which is crazy to think yeah, about. Was I home or something? I don't know. I texted you and you were like, you have to... You call, You like told me what to say. Because I was so like... What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, when was that? You must have been home. Maybe you, you were at a wedding? My memory's shit. I don't remember the time frame of this, but I was basically like, leave me alone. This is sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And then I never got a reply. So that was the first time. So then this second time she got texts like from a Google voice number. And then she's like, it was another time we were recording and you were like, I'm bored. I'm going to entertain this. <laughs> yeah it was actually I got it on video when I read the text for the first time I should yeah. share that and it was like hey we matched on a dating app a while back and then like Amelia doesn't give out her number on dating apps very often no like, like at that point she's verified 
<laughs> ev- a guy she's about to give her number to. So right. Um, and she's like, this seems suspicious. He said a name of somebody that I knew in college, very yeah. like vaguely. He was like in like a peripheral group. Yeah, you knew of him. Yeah, like, we, you, we had you'd been, been at in the same together. Yeah. And I knew that he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we said his name, and I was like, and it was it's a name that isn't common. It's not like John Smith. It's like. There's yeah, it sounded like a name from a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, did he think he was just making up this name? Right. So then, um, like, the I asked him to send me a picture. I was like, can you show me a picture to jog my memory? And he sent me a picture of the guy with the name that I knew in college. Whomst I knew for sure was not tech. I would have remembered matching with this guy on Hinge. Yeah. 100%. Because he's, he's a gorgeous, gorgeous man. Yeah. Did not match with him on Hinge. So then, um, Amelia basically caught this fucker in a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't... Ha- oh, so he sent a picture and it was, like, grainy. Yeah. Even my boyfriend, because he drove me to my appointment in case I passed out or something, <laughs> uh, we were, like... He was like, why would he send this, like, grainy pic? And I sent it to him, and I was like, hey, will you, like, reverse image search this? Because you can see, like, maybe the original source or something similar. So he reverse image searched it. Nothing popped up. He's like the guy at the... He's like the guy with the computer in Kim Possible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, I was like, we didn't find anything. And then... um, I was like, you should message the guy who it actually is on, like, Instagram or Facebook or something and, like, verify. So that's what Amelia did. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, my God, thank you for showing me this. Like, that is not me. And this isn't the first time this has happened. And I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after some sleuthing, you know, Amelia's like, well, who do you think it is? And then she was like, he, uh, he was like, do you know this guy? And, and it was someone that I had a class with in college mm-hmm. who had been messaging me questions about anal a bunch before we had the podcast. I could almost understand it if we had the podcast at that point. And even then, these questions were very... They're not appropriate. No, they were very inappropriate. Because also, if you if you listen to this podcast because you're like, I want to hear girls talk about sex, like, go fist your own asshole because yeah. that's not what we're about. No. Um, it's fucking disgusting. It's annoying. It's, it's like, super okay, annoying. Yeah, we know you like sex, so, like, you know, go listen to some audible porn. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's my own nothing else to say rant. no that's perfect <laughs> um so it was a guy who had sexually harassed amelia before mm-hmm. and um has her phone number probably from school or whatever yeah and i have his yeah so, so he's messaging her from a Google voice number. She's verified it's not him. Meanwhile, she's still texting him and he's trying to like gaslight you. He's trying he she's like, "Hey, it's a little sketchy because I don't give out my number, so like what's your angle?" And he was like, "Well, if you don't believe me, like we don't have to like don't even talk to yeah. me anymore." Like trying to make you feel bad like you're going to yeah. like pine after him right and like i called that number from a block number at one in the morning to see if there was a voicemail and then he texted me in the morning he was like did you call me from a block number at 1 a.m because if you did then we can just leave it here and i'll delete your number i'm like whoa dude way to look fucking guilty yeah like okay psychopath chill out so uh she basically has this guy 
like backed into a corner and then just unleashes on him like I know this is a Google voice number. I know this is not the guy who you're saying you are. Mm -hmm. And then um, the guy who it actually is that Amelia was messaging back and forth with on Instagram, he also went to the guy and was like, this is your last time fucking doing this, like pretending to be me because I guess he's done this multiple times. He sent me all of these screenshots of other instances that this guy has messaged people and it was all stuff about anal and like asking like the same questions that the original number that texted me months ago. Like, do you like fit guys? Like shit like that. It's the same guy. And so he sent him that long text that was like, I'm going to call the, the cops. I don't think he's ever going to fucking call. You know what I mean? But just to scare him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to call the cops if you keep doing this. Da, da, da. And I messaged him at the same time. And I was like, hey, Liz also wrote the, <laughs> wrote this text for me. It was basically like, um, I really hope that you get help. Like, because this is sad. It was basically like the gist not of the text. Not even just like, it's sad. Like, this is not normal behavior. No. It, yeah. This is... It, it's not like it's victimless either. Like you're hurting so many people in the process. Especially the guy you're pretending to be. Yeah. Well, and he's hurting himself the most. Yes. And it's just like, what what are you gaining from this? And why won't you stop and realize like what you're doing is not normal or okay. And it it's not victimless. Yeah. So like when I think about it too, it's such, it's like, okay, I understand if you're like, frustrated with dating and you like I don't I can't even make excuses for this guy you know but I can understand like if you have a big crush on someone and you're like I just want to talk to them but that's not what he was doing no he is trying to like he trick women into talking to him so he can sexually harass them and send them pictures of his dick like what it wasn't the, even his dick what's the end dick, game there it's not his dick no his dick no. is it some probably something he just found like wh- for what i don't know i mean like Why? i have never seen this guy's dick but the body didn't match i feel like it was probably to get women to send him nudes oh for sure he so when i called him out for being like i'm like i know the actual guy that you're pretending to be and i know that this isn't him i lied i'm like i have this guy's actual number I didn't, but it was, I knew it wasn't him. It wouldn't have been hard for you to get it. Like you were already talking to the real guy. Right. And you had already traced the number back to a Google voice number. Right. And the voicemail was like, you've reached a Google voice number. I'm like, you need to do better at being a catfish. So he, (laughs) (laughs) like, this is sad, but he was like, no, you're right. I'm so sorry. I was just nervous. I met you at an audition and comes up with another lie yeah he was like catch him you know who he is but then comes up with some other fake lie he was like i'm a tall dark and handsome jewish guy from an audition that you met like back before the pandemic started i'm like if you are a tall handsome jewish man why are you pretending to be this person that i went to college with that doesn't line up it this is this is strange behavior all around to double down on the lie and then he came back and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm go- I'm going to get help, da-da-da. And that's what he said to the, the guy that he was pretending to be as well. And I sincerely hope that he does. This is sad behavior. It's sad. It's all around for everyone involved. It's icky. And I... Can you name a single woman who would do shit like this? I watch a lot of Catfish, so... <laughs> but, like, but like, I don't know any person. Someone no. you've interacted no, with. No, never, never. Like, 
like I thought about that experience that you had and then I thought about like my fucking ex-boyfriend who's married and has a newborn baby and is spending his free time making fake accounts to harass me from yes and I'm like I haven't thought about you in six years like what what yeah right for what I just like I can't even imagine I think that the angle that I'm coming from with empathy I mean if he wasn't hurting this person that he was pretending to be in the process then I think I would have a lot more empathy if he was like taking like a fake identity on then I would have more empathy I'm pissed because he's hurting this guy that has a girlfriend and he's fucking with a lot of very innocent women in the process he he's hurting a sure he's hurting this guy yeah but he's I would argue he is hurting women more because he is trying to get something intimate from them yes that they otherwise would not consent to do totally and luckily and nobody's like, falling for it also just like porn is free buddy mm-hmm. go sign up for someone's only fans give them your money yeah <laughs> give them a few bucks every month and you'll get some fancy special nudes which yeah. is what you clearly want yep but i mean like i can't diagnose someone but i don't have like Sure, I can try and be empathetic, but I'm not going to be. I think this is fucked up. It is fucked up. And I, I, fucked I need up to and come cool. from, I need to work on not being empathetic toward people that are problematic because I feel sorry for him. I'm like, fuck, that fucking sucks that you are in such a place that you feel like you have to do this. Like, that's where it's hard because you like, I know what you mean. Like, I, I feel that way clapping back to people online too, but I'm like, you're they just, have to learn. You're is saying the thing. something dumb and it hurts other people. And I can't just not, I can't just be a witness. Like, yeah, I mean, that's already a problem. Anyways, empathy, empathy can enable people. And that's where I have a problem with it. Like I, you need to draw a line. You need to have boundaries and women have been empathetic and let things go for far too long. Way too long. You're so right. And that's like really where I had to like the text that you composed for me to send to this guy being like, you've got to pull it together was basically the gist of the message. Yeah, this isn't normal and it's harmful. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have been able to write something like that because I think honestly watching so much catfish has been detrimental because it's always something really fucking sad. Why but people they are doing need that. to be confronted. Yeah, they have to be. They have, cause they're, he was, he would have kept doing this hundred percent. I, and like, I don't want to pin this on men because I do think that more often men do this type mm. of shit. Mm-hmm. But I just want to know why. Like, I would love to talk to someone who does some shit like this and be like, what goes through your head that you continue to do this? Yeah. Like, I've totally had a burner account to go, like, creep on some other people because you're like, oh, I don't want to accidentally like their picture and they find out I was creeping on them. Right. That's why I had a burner account. Yeah. But I've never, like, gone to the lengths to pretend to be another person and then, like, go harass someone who has upset me or whatever other fucking reason. Like, I've never even like considered taking it that far yeah and it's just what happens in your brain that's the thing i'm this i'm going to do this yeah completely un like insane thing and people will keep it up for years too like people on catfish will talk to somebody for like literally 10 years pretending to be somebody that they're not at what point do you like 
truly stop Mm -hmm. and think about what you're doing and like think like I know this isn't okay but I'm gonna keep doing it I don't know I, it just like it gets to maybe a point. I'll never understand it. I mean, I don't think that we can, but like, I can't understand the level of being so buried underneath my own shame that yeah. I blind myself to knowing what is normal and what is not. And thank God, what is harmful and what is not. Like, putting it, my <sighs> ego and my desires above other people's actual lives and emotional state and yeah <laughs> I don't know it's so from what I've I guess what's my, lacking is they don't have empathy well I think that that's the case for a lot of these situations I mean like so there's in my extensive catfish, my catfish be, research you might be a sociopath <laughs> oh my god if you don't have empathy <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful I'm but a, a lot of these people on catfish are I think where my empathy is coming from for him is a lot of it is sourced from either a place of hurt and anger or a place of loneliness and not feeling good enough in who they are is a lot of the time where it comes from. Like, I just wanted Mm -hmm. to get online and escape and not be myself for a little bit. Or like, I just needed to get online and get payback for being hurt by all these people all these years. I've never had anybody that loved me, not even my parents, like da-da-da, like all of this stuff. And so from that standpoint, I get it, but I don't excuse it. Like, it's not okay, but I get it. Yeah. And also, I have been so, so hurt and sad and depressed, and I've never considered pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. So I, I just... That's like when people use um, mental illness as an excuse for gun violence, but there are, like, billions of other people with mental illnesses who don't And it stigmatizes like that. mental illness because, yeah. because of that. Yeah. Period. I don't know. So anyway, it's like, <sighs> I know it's fucking, it's, it's just not, I, I'm in a, I'm in a weird place with the whole thing. I'm glad that he got called out and I'm yeah, glad that the guy doesn't that he deserve pretend- your empathy. He doesn't. You can understand, yeah, but I don't he empathize. does not deserve yeah, anyone's that's the thing, empathy. That's the difference. You can understand without empathizing mm-hmm. and that's a very fine line. And it's right now it's like, I at no point did I think that this was okay and that's the difference between empathy and understanding yeah yeah so yeah it was a weird fucking situation Ugh. and the roller coaster was thrilling but in one it is one of those circumstances where like you responding made me anxious because I was like worried for your safety this I was is where too. my my inner mom comes in like I notice like I become more and more like my mom the older I get because I'm like who is that? Who are you talking to? What yeah. is that? Don't yeah. reply to them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> put that down. And I need that reminder. I was actually talking to Squinch I'll about that. I'll put my own safety at risk, but when it comes to anyone else, I'm like, no, I'm no, the no, no, same no. way. And I was telling Squints, I was like, it's good because like Liz keeps me in check about all of this stuff because I am so hypervigilant, but when shit like this happens, my safety isn't what I'm thinking about. Yeah, you're going to risk your own safety. Yeah. You're like, okay, come at me. Yeah. I'll tase you. And I need to be reminded that like, no. Amelia, 
don't, you have never been in a fight. <laughs> you would lose. Um, I actually started sleeping with my taser by my bed. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. Gotta keep it close by. Since I've been on Prozac, I've, I don't sleep with a knife under my pillow anymore. Oh. That's a big step. So we're going to move into the sex fact of the week. Are you already recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> sex fact of the week. And Liz is reading it this week. Hey. Um, someone, so a couple weeks ago, um, I had mentioned that I was suspicious maybe I had endometriosis because I get like really bad period cramps and like sometimes sex is extremely painful. Like it is dependent on a lot of things. So I was like, you know, this could be aligned with endometriosis, especially considering my adult acne. And, (laughs) Mm. um, a very amazing listener who I need to respond to, um, sent me like such an informative message on Instagram. And this is why, like, I don't know. It's just incredible that like so many hot, smart ladies listen to us and want to contribute their hot smartness to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what this user had sent me and everything's anonymous. Otherwise I would totally give her credit. So, um, I just want to keep people's privacy respected. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. So she said, all things endometriosis. I'm here to help. Currently listening to the Holy Hour episode where you questioned if you have endom- endometriosis, you're probably being flooded in DMs, Uh, on this but regardless I suffer from endometriosis and wanted to contribute insight heavy bleeding and extremely painful cramps are definitely symptoms women who uh some women won't have as bad of cramps lucky bitches (laughs) (laughs) but you should absolutely talk to your gyno about it unfortunately diagnosis isn't easy as the only true way to diagnose someone is through a surgical procedure called lapara laparoscopy 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 it's a tiny little camera that goes in your pelvic floor and abdomen looking for the location of the diseased tissue my doctor has said she found it lashed onto places like the belly button uh lashed onto places like the belly button liver and intestines (gasps) in other patients yeah so this uh endometriosis i didn't know don't be fucking around Mine happens to be on top of both my main nerves on my pelvic floor, which makes sense why I can't walk when I'm having a period and literally need Vicodin to get through, get through it without vomiting. If endometrial tissue is found, they can cauterize it with that same tool. They likely won't be able to zap all the tissue, and it's never a guarantee you'll get any relief from the procedure, but some women do have pain relief. Um, some only need the one procedure while others need several. It's a progressive disease, unfortunately. The other thing I heard you mention on the podcast is you have had IUDs. Certain IUDs are more well-suited to treating symptoms of endometriosis than others, like Mirena, which I have. Endometriosis is a little freaky and very intimidating, but I hope this helps. Holy hell, that's so informative. Yeah, it was like incredibly helpful and now I know what kind of questions to ask my doctor yeah and like hearing it firsthand from someone somehow makes it less scary yes so if uh there are other listeners out there who question if they have endometriosis hope hopefully a fellow listener can help you too yeah that I mean 
I feel less intimidated now. Like, do you ever, like, I feel like I have imposter syndrome about my body sometimes. In what way? Like, when you're like, am I being dramatic about my period? Oh, or something because, like oh, that. I have so much or to like, say about that. Or like, maybe I'm just being dramatic. Like, I don't know. It's because we, we are told so many times again and again and again that we're being dramatic when we're feeling types of things. How many gynecologists have you been to that have made you feel like you're being ridiculous for feeling a type of way? Um, surprisingly only one. And that's one too many. Yeah. It should be zero. Yeah. Hasn't it been two? Didn't you go to the one that oh, tried no. to, Oh, I went to, those were like walk-in clinics And that's too. fucked up because yeah. that's a lot of people's healthcare are these one person, places. One woman was officially my gynecologist and when she put my IUD in, like looked at me like I was crazy for being in a shitload of pain. I have a friend who got the um, Nexplanon and she put it underneath her muscle and her, yeah. And uh. she was like, that doesn't feel right. And the gynecologist was like, it's fine. It's supposed to hurt. And she had to get surgery to get it removed. And it's like, it's, we, the, the amount of times I've heard that people have had to have surgery to get it removed is so much higher than I've heard, like, something positive. Like, yeah, my gynecologist did this, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But here's the thing, too, about having diagnosed anxiety is whenever you have anything wrong with your body, that's the first thing they go to. You have anxiety. And there are a lot of somatic effects that's so of anxiety. Obnoxious. But every time I've had stomach problems, every time my period has been weird, it's always like, you're distressed. You're just, you just have anxiety. No. What if it's not? And well, it, a lot of the time it is, but what if it's not? Yeah. Like, then what? And you're paying them. So look at what I'm asking you to look at. There's yeah. so many stories. Of I'm people- giving you money. The worst thing is you have to do your job about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's so fucked up. So anyway, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm she paying, wrote in. I'm going to be in debt for you to do your job. So just fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And, and you're so right. Hearing it firsthand from someone makes it a lot less scary than like reading it on like Mayo Clinic because that's yeah. so like it'll worst case scenario a mm-hmm. lot of the time. Jump to the extreme. Because yeah. of course when you look up stories, it's going to be the most extreme right. thing. Yeah. So, and it's harder to be like, like when someone just comes to you telling you their story, it's a lot easier versus publicly being like, hey, I'm confident some of you have endometriosis. Can you tell me about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just really nice and helpful and thoughtful that someone messaged us their experience with um, endometriosis and, like, just so many details. So helpful. Yes. Yeah. So thank we you so much. We love you. Thanks. Every time y'all write in, it makes our entire day. It's true. We love you. We love you. Um... Oh, before email us. Yeah, email us. Holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Follow at the Holy Hour on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We love you. Um, children. Oh what my God. What was that? My watch. Uh, Sorry. Ma- we, we love, love you. you. <laughs> Our children. That scared me. It scared me too. My, it <laughs> vibrated when it talked.